Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. For today's episode, we are going to take a look at self-editing and explore 10 ways you can edit your own work. Don't get me wrong, I believe that every single writer can benefit from hiring an editor. But editors are expensive And for very good reason. The work that editors do is important and invaluable. The truth is, as indie authors, we have to be choosy about what we spend money on with our books. Publishing a book can get pricey the more you add to it. Only you will know what you need need support with and what you should spend money on and how much money you have to spend on your books. Often, this comes back to our strengths and weaknesses, which we discussed in detail in episode 14 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. For me, because I am a professional editor, I choose to spend my money on book cover design and print formatting. I do that because design is not my strong suit, and frankly, the finicky aspect of print formatting seems horribly tedious to me. So if other people like doing that and are good at it, then I am happy to pay them to do so. I also have a marketing budget for my books. Marketing is something I really need to work on and learn more about as an author, so I don't mind experimenting with that and spending more money on that than other areas of my books. Editing, however, is one of my strengths, so it makes sense for me to save my money in that area, at least at this time while my book budget is smaller. Could I benefit from an editor? Yes. Absolutely. No question about it. But that's not really the best use of my limited author budget at this time because editing is one of my strengths and design isn't. And I also really don't want you to feel pressured to spending any amount of money on any particular aspect of your author journey because we all have different backgrounds and budgets. One of the most wonderful aspects of being an indie author is that you can do it pretty much for zero dollars if you really want or need to at this stage. Being an indie author is for everybody. It shouldn't just be for privileged people. You shouldn't have to have a bunch of disposable income to be able to be a published author. Which is what brings us to today's topic. I want to share with you a few of the ways that I edit my own books, which you can apply to your own writing. Also, sidebar, Even if you do hire an editor for your books, I strongly encourage you to do this stage of self-editing as well. It will make you a stronger writer, and it means your editor will have less work to do on their end, so you might not have to spend as much money on on their editing services, or they might be able to even turn around the project that that much quicker. Okay, so 10 tips for editing your own work. Tip number one. Choose which dictionary and type of English you're going to write in. Are you writing in American English or UK English, for example? Are you choosing to use the Canadian Oxford English Dictionary or Merriam-Webster? Choose one and stick with it. Self-editing tip number two. Create your own personal style guide. Consistency matters. 
Whether you choose to spell the word color with or without a U, for example, matters less than spelling it the same way every time. This will be easier when you choose a particular dictionary to use, but oftentimes dictionaries will offer you all the variations of spellings. So that's where creating your own personal style guide comes into play. I use a basic Google Doc with an alphabetized bullet list to indicate whether I prefer one spelling or over another. And, you know, when in doubt, when it comes to personal style guides and creating your style guide, figuring out how you want to do things, um, I really like referring to the Chicago Manual of Style. It's helpful to have a legitimate style guide handy, if possible, um, when you are sort of creating your own personal style guide or if you are in that sort of stage of not really sure which way you want to do something. Chicago Manual of Style is fantastic. Okay, self-editing tip number three, create your character Bible. This is where you want to include basic character details, such as what color their hair is, or how old they are, or what company they work for, etc. This will make your life a million times easier when you refer to your character Bible on a regular basis as you are writing your books. Self-editing tip number four. Remember to actually use your personal style guide and character Bible. There's no point in creating these awesome resources for yourself if you aren't going to actually use them. Refer to them before you start a writing project and every time you take a pause between writing another section of that book. This will keep it all fresh in your mind and ensure that you have less backtracking and editing to do later on with your book. And I'm speaking from experience here. There was a, a point in while I was writing my romance series, I think, was it book two or book three? And I completely forgot about a couple of like really major character details because I ignored using my character Bible. <laughs> so I had to go back in the editing process and add in extra scenes and, and rework them to include these pieces that I'd forgotten about. So definitely make sure you actually use your style guide and you use your character bible um, while you're creating them while you're writing your story make use of them self-editing tip number five review your work the same day you write it the idea here is to catch any obvious glaring errors reviewing it on the same day means that you'll be too close to your writing to get very deep into the editing but rather you're looking at this as an opportunity to clean up your writing so that it's easier to edit later on. Plus, it'll give you a chance to be that much more familiar with your work as you continue moving forward with the story. You won't want there to be any major inconsistencies in the plot after all. Self-editing tip number six, plug your work into Hemingway app to check for adverbs, passive voice, and hard to read sentences. Passive voice isn't an issue I personally have to deal with, but I am a major sucker for adverbs. Hemingway app is a great tool for highlighting adverbs so I can delete them or rework a sentence to make it stronger. I like to plug one chapter at a time into Hemingway app to make it easier to revise. Self-editing tip number seven, print out your work and read it out loud. Reading your work out loud from a printed copy will help your eyes see it differently. And when you hear the words out loud, you'll also be able to more easily recognize if a sentence is awkward or if something needs work. Self-editing tip number eight, read your work on an e-reader. 
When I started doing this, I started reading my books on my Kobo, I discovered that some of my paragraphs were unnecessarily long. So nowadays I have much shorter paragraphs in my novellas, which makes my books much easier to read on e-readers. Reading your book the way your readers will read it will help you see any formatting errors and also catch typos in a different way than if you were looking at it on your computer screen. Self-editing tip number nine, use the Microsoft Word spell check. It's not the best tool in the, word, in the world, but it's great for catching silly mistakes like typos that you might have missed. And I also find that the spell checker on Word is a little more effective than what Google Docs has. Um, plus, you know, most self-publishing self platforms do require that you plug it in to their system as a Word doc rather than as a Google doc so that they can format it for e-readers. So you're going to have to put it into Microsoft Word anyways. So if you're like me, you like writing the first draft in Google Docs and then um, the very final version goes through Microsoft Word, then just use that spell checker at that stage. Self-editing tip number 10, do a search for common words you use. I tend to unnecessarily overuse the word that, so I often have to go through and delete a bunch of them. You might also discover from rereading your work that you reuse the same adjectives again and again. I know I definitely do this. So because of that, just do a search to see how many times you use one word compared to another. If you overuse certain words, be sure to flag them for your future books so that you can catch them as you're writing future books, and also make a point of replacing some of those instances with other words. So this is a good opportunity to expand on your vocabulary. So those are my 10 tips for editing your own work. As a rule of thumb, you should reread and edit your book an absolute minimum of five times. Currently, my editing process looks a little something like this. After writing the very first draft of a chapter, I'll review it and edit it as needed. That's the first edit. The second edit is to put that draft through Hemingway app and deal with the adverbs right away. The third edit I do is about halfway through a story when I might hit a creative block and need a refresher on my book. I, re I read through my work and do a very light edit of anything I happen to catch. The fourth edit is a complete reread and revision on the computer screen after I've completed the entire first draft. So that tends to be a bit more of a heavier edit. The fifth edit is printing out a copy of the book and reading it out loud. Again, that can sometimes be a heavier edit. The sixth edit I do is in Microsoft Word, doing a spell checker and formatting the book. Um, little bit of a lighter edit and the seventh edit is on my e-reader that's a quite a light edit as a general rule this editing process of course varies from one book to the next but in general these different stages of edits and types of edits are a good way to catch the majority of errors in your own work if you know that editing is something you struggle with then you'll absolutely want to expand on this process and add more stages of edits along the way when in doubt add an extra proofreader to before publishing. Books can basically always use an extra proofread. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. What does your editing process look like? Did you find these tips helpful for editing your own work? Feel free to connect with me at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do consider rating and reviewing it. 
I really appreciate your support. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of the books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com audio, so hop over there to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.